Hello, welcome to Sunday service this evening. How are you doing? I trust you're well, I trust your family is well, I trust everything is going on well and everything is all right with you. Welcome to church. Today, um, I'm preaching a sermon that I recorded two days ago and there's a reason for that. Uh, two days ago on the 1st of April was my wedding anniversary, my wife and I, our wedding anniversary. And two years, two days ago, we, um, I think we were 16 years married. So we were married for 16 years and going on 23 years that we've known each other. Absolutely <laughs> magnificent. So my wife and I were having a conversation. We're like 16 years. Hmm. It just looks as if we are just, um, we have barely, you know, scratched the surface of our relationship. To be honest, that's how I feel. I feel that. We've got a whole lot more, you know, in store for us. We've got a long way to go. So these 16 years is just like, we're just beginning. It's as if um, my wife is like a brand new lady to me. And um, and that is how marriage is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fresh, you know. To, you also have to learn to constantly evolve, change, and make things fresh. So it doesn't feel as if I've known her. Yes, it feels I feel as if I've known her for a long time, which is true. 23 years is not a joke. But it's, I still, we still have this, you know, <laughs> sense that it is still fresh. I don't have to explain it. <laughs> Maybe my wife will do a better job explaining it. But that's how it feels. And that is, I believe, how it should be. Because marriage is supposed to be for a lifetime. And God willing, we are still here 80 years, 90 years. That means we would have known each other for close to 78, 70 years. Isn't that amazing? Or 60 years, depending. That's if the Lord tarries, that is. But it's amazing how love renews itself if both parties learn to work on it. You know, when you learn, to put in the work, you will constantly evolve. You know, recently I talked about reinventing yourself. The truth is that you can also reinvent your relationship. You can also reinvent your love life. That is the truth. So every time you go through seasons, it becomes seasons of refreshing. No matter what seasons they are, it could be seasons where things are not as they should be or they ought to be. It could be seasons when, you know, there will be challenges and struggles. It could be seasons of successes, wins and all that. But whatever season you are going through, reinvent, change, flip it. Don't let uh, failures become a negative, turn it into a positive. So all those things I thought earlier this year, you can also put it to work in your relationship. And if you do, my God, it becomes fresh day by day. So I've known my wife for 23 years. We've been married for 16 years. And I still believe that I'm also going through change. I still believe that as an individual, I'm growing. Not just in life, not just in ministry, not just in intelligence and knowledge. I'm also, I also believe that I'm also growing in um, my relationship with my wife. So I came up with a list of about, you know, 40 things. I believe that if as a man, 
you incorporate in your relationship, you will make that relationship a whole lot better. I truly believe that. Like I said, I'm still changing in my relationship. Where I am today is not where I used to be. I've learned things. I've grown. And most of the things I learned, probably I learned the hard way. Because what usually happens is that nobody is there teaching, especially the man, how to be successful in his relationship. But for a woman, when that woman was birthed from birth, she has been to top. The men, the women in her life, her mother, aunts, sisters, cousins, nephews, nieces, are always teaching. Even the male, the father, the uncles, are always on the woman, talking to her how to be a better woman, how to keep a home, how to do this, how to treat a man, and so on and so forth. Nobody is talking to the man. The only thing they tell the man is, be strong, be tough, men don't cry. Be this, be strong, men don't cry. Be strong, men don't cry. Work hard. Nobody is educating the man on how to be a better man at home, on how to be a better man for his wife, on how to be a better man for his children. Nobody is taking time out to teach the man that. So I'm going to speak to you on three things that I have learned, like I said earlier, the hard way, that has helped me better my relationship with my wife. Number one is <laughs> simple, simple things, absolutely simple, simple things. But these are the things that matter to the woman. Number one on my list is respect her. Respect your wife. Respect that woman you love. Respect that woman that you have chosen to do life together with. Respect her. I mean, that is just what she wants. She wants mutual respect. Especially in our culture as black people, especially from Africa, we have a different, well, I say, understanding opinion of who a woman is supposed to be. We have this connotation that our culture has inculcated in us that there is a place for that woman. Now, when you look at that cultural, you know, when I say assumption of a woman's place, it is just not right. Now, if you've listened to the message I think I preached, was it last Sunday? Mother's Day, yeah, well, last Sunday, yeah. I preached on Mother's Day last week. I spoke a lot about how the man and the woman are equals before God. So when we as believers understand that we are equals with our wife, with our spouse, I'm talking to the man now, you respect her. You know, we as Christians, we always are quick to quote Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23, or is it 22, where the Bible says, wives, submit to your husband, blah, blah, blah. We are we're always ready to quote that. We're always ready to point fingers at the woman using that scripture. But what we don't know is that the verse before that verse, the Bible talked about having mutual respect. It says submitting yourselves one to another. 
So before the woman was told to submit to her husband, there must be mutual respect. Very important. Mutual respect from the man and vice versa. So it's not only one that should respect the other, while the one being respected becomes the Lord. And the one giving the respect becomes, like I say, the one under subjection, the one that is um, treated like an ordinary citizen in that relationship. So there must be, must be mutual respect, one for the other. Very important. So respect her. Like I said, I've got 20. So I'm going to be very, very, very fast. Next on my list is hold her hands. For us African men, it becomes a bit difficult for us to do what they call PDA. <laughs> what is PDA? Public display of affection, you know. We don't do it, but we must learn it. A woman wants to be showcased. A woman wants to know that she is the first in your life. She matters to you. And she also wants you, not just to let her know that, she also wants you as the man to let other people know that. And one of the ways that you let other people know that is by PDA. Hold her hands when you guys go for a walk. Hold her hands when you guys go for an occasion. Hold her hands when you guys are with friends. You may be sitting down together, having a conversation with friends. Hold her hands. Let her know that she is, you know, the best thing ever to happen to you. Make her feel special. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Make her feel special. Not just holding hands. Have this, learn this um, casual, you know, flirtatious, if you want, um, physical contact with your wife. Learn as you, you are walking past her, you hold her waist, you rub her shoulder, you make her feel good. Occasionally give her a massage. You know, there's something about physical touch that sends information to the soul of the woman. Physical touch means a lot to the woman. For the man, physical touch just has to do with sex. But for a, for a woman, physical touch is not even sex. Sex, yeah, but just the normal touch, casual touch, you know, sensual touches means more to the woman than sex. So for a man, we must learn it. We must learn it. So when I say hold her hands, that's what I mean. Learn to touch her physically, not necessarily leading to sexual acts. Very important. Then the third of my list, this one is very heavy for a lot of men. <laughs> a lot of men find this one very hard to do. Learn to apologize to her. If you did anything wrong or you think you didn't do anything wrong, just apologize. Just say, I'm sorry. Most cases and most instances, what she just wants from you is to know that you are sorry. Humble yourself as a man to admit. Don't be afraid to admit it when you are wrong. Whenever you are wrong, admit it. Women 
finds it very, very, will I say, you know, it turns her on. He makes her feel special when her man admits he's wrong. So, this is one of the things that women crave for. Don't be Lord and Master that cannot do wrong. Whenever you wrong or do something wrong, ask for forgiveness. Say, I'm sorry, apologize. If you need to ask for forgiveness, do that. And don't also do this that a lot of men do, that when they do something wrong, they bring gifts to apologize instead of apologizing. I'm not saying don't add, I'm not saying you should not add gifts to your apology, but don't give gifts in place of the apology. So you can bear gifts as you apologize. But don't just buy her things and say, oh, once she gets those things, she will know that that I, I'm apologizing. No. Be humble enough to say, I'm sorry. It will not take one hair out of your skin if you apologize. Trust me, it won't. It will not make you grow older if you say, I'm sorry. Trust me, it won't. Learn, learn that. Next on my list is open up. Learn to open up. This is a big problem for a lot of men. A lot of men, we have been trained to caging our emotions. So instead of talking it out, we hold it in. And this is different from a woman. A woman has been trained to vocalize the way she feels. So she's constantly seeking for a way to communicate her feelings to you. What happens at most times, we don't even give her the opportunity to do that. When it's our time, our turn to also open up, we hold things in. Why? We believe that is the way men are supposed to act. That is totally wrong. Learn to communicate the way you feel to your woman the best way you can and the way she will understand it. Communicate how you feel and let her know this means a lot to you. Let her know that this is important to you and that will make her prepared to really hear you out. Very, very, very important. I mean, I cannot under and overemphasize this. Men learn to communicate. One of the keys to renewing and making your marriage fresh is on that platform of communication. Because if you don't talk about the changes that are going on in your life, if you don't discuss it, how then would you want your spouse to know about it is when you have those conversations is when you discuss those things that she will understand what you're going through she'll understand where you are going to so she can join you in that journey to help you achieve the things that you have set out to achieve then this is a simple one learn to ask her how her day was this is very very important because the woman is waiting to share with you how her day went. So constantly ask her how her day went because this is also one of the questions that also sparks up uh, conversation. And you'll be shocked that she has a whole lot to tell you. Now, what you should do as the man is, when she's talking to you about how her day went, you better listen. So there is active listening. Listen carefully 
to what she's saying because it is your listening that makes her know and feel love makes her feel important when you listen to your wife talk she feels important that she has one something to say and that what she has to say is important to you so this is very 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 important that you know that the next thing i'm going to talk to you about is encourage her hobbies find out some of the things she likes doing encourage her buy the things that she needs to do those things make time for her to do those things take care of the kids so she can go and do those things whatever she likes to do maybe she likes to hang out with her girlfriend say go take this this night out hang out with your girlfriend i'm going to take care of the kids whatever it is she likes to do try and sponsor it if it is something that can incorporate you try and get into it if you need to learn it learn it so you can have that time together that both of you can share together common interests this is so so important in renewing and refreshing your love for each other then work hard it's very important I don't mean just work out to go and get money. That is very important. Work out to go and get money. Because a a woman wants to be taken care of. No matter how much she's making, she still wants to be taken care of. So work hard to get her the things that she wants. But besides just working out to make money, by times men now focus on working hard to make money, thinking that's all a woman wants. That once she she's she has enough money and a lot of finances, her financial uh, future has been secured. Men think that's only what a woman wants. Yes, you are correct if you think that way. But it's not all, you know, 100% true that that's the only thing she wants. She also wants you to work hard for the family in the aspect of giving time to the family. Work hard to build a relationship, not just with her, but with the kids. Work hard in building a relationship, not just with her, but with her family. It means a lot to her. Work hard to build and maintain your relationship. We always say this in our marriage course to the to the people that want to get married, our pre-marriage course. We always tell them that marriage is hard work. That no matter how much you are in love with each other, no matter how much you are sure that you are meant for each other, even if the Holy Spirit whispered the name of your husband to you that he's your husband, or whispered the name of your wife to you that she's your wife, if you don't work on that relationship, that relationship will fail. So what makes a successful relationship is that both parties, not one, but both parties sign up, wear cover roles to work on their relationship. That is the single most important key to a successful marriage. After that, we will not talk about communication. So work hard to keep your family together. The next I'm going to talk to you about is appreciate her oh man i can't overemphasize this appreciate your wife no matter what you think she's doing that is not important or what you think she should do as her duty 
appreciate her. Just a simple thank you will go a long way. Oh, will go a long way to make her feel loved. At times, women, men, men complain, oh, my wife is not sexual. She doesn't want to give me sex, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to give you a secret to getting your wife ready whenever you want something. The number one secret is just appreciate her. Constantly appreciate her. She will be ready whenever you need something. I'm telling you, that thing goes a long way to make a woman feel loved. Just a simple thank you. Thank you for taking care of your kids. Thank you for cleaning the house. Oh, thank you for this meal. Just a simple thank you. She will know that you truly see her. You know, a woman wants to be seen, My, not by fellow women. A woman wants to be seen by her man. And one way to make her feel seen is by appreciating her. Okay, I'm worried. I just want to blow through the 20 points that I've, I've learned over the 16 years of marriage. Then ask her out. Mm-hmm. Have date nights. Date nights. Usually the... Uh, relationship scholars and professionals and therapists to tell you once a week have one day in the week where the both of you spend time together have date nights very important it helps rekindle the sexuality you know brings the fire back you know so put some thoughts into it plan it hallelujah the next thing i'm going to talk to you about I didn't put it at the beginning, I put it at the middle, but it's as important as being first on the list is pray for your spouse. I do this a lot, (laughs) a lot. I don't want to say every other day, but I do it a lot. I pray for my wife. And I always see my prayers being answered. I mean, oh. see, one of the, when I hear and hear men complain about their wives, I laugh because they're not praying enough. There are two things if you do, your complaints will reduce about your wife. Is number one, pray for her. I always say that prayer is like rain, is what makes the hard ground soft and malleable for seeds to be planted. So I see a lot of men trying to teach their wives, instruct their wives, but they're not praying for the wife. So it's like planting seeds on a hard ground. Can I read the parable of the sower in Mark chapter 4? The the sower sowed seeds on the pathway, hard ground. What happened? Maybe he sowed the seeds. Birds already waiting. <laughs> We're like free food. Oh, God, I've answered your prayers. The Bible says that where if God, <laughs> that God takes care of the raven, is in how you that he won't take care of. So that is like easy food from God for the raven, for the birds, for the sparrows. So they're busy teaching, teaching, training, training. This woman does not hear. Talk, 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 talk. They're not hearing. Yeah, I agree with you. A lot of women are hard of hearing. But why is it like that? 
because you as the man are supposed to care, tend, shepherd her, pastor her, you're not doing something. Go and ask every farmer. No farmer, after the dry season, just goes to the field and casts seeds. Nothing will happen. No farmer sows on the ground. They wait for the early rain first. Once that rain comes, they can now go into the farmland. Without that rain, the ground will not be softened. So they need that ground to be softened before they go into the farm. So when the rain comes, they gotta go and plow the ground, break it. So the rain, the plowing is prayer. The Bible says, break up your fallow ground. It is time to seek the Lord. That is prayer. So the first prayer you pray is for the rain to come. Then you pray again that the ground be broken before you teach. If not, your teachings, your lessons, your trainings will not work or will be hard to be inculcated. Pray for your wife. Very, very important. Very important. Then the next thing I'm going to talk to you about is complimenter. Always, always complimenter. She makes a new hair, complimenter. She fixes her nails, compliment her. She buys a new dress, compliment her. She wears a beautiful makeup, compliment her. She walks past you, compliment her. She sits beside you, compliment her. Everything she does, compliment her. Yeah, she be like, oh, you don't mean because she's saying always, don't worry. Women are moved by what they hear. Keep saying it, even if she doesn't believe it. When you say it consistently for a long time, she will start believing it. Always compliment her. It's also like cream. It softens the hard ground. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm making progress. The next, this should be like 16th, if I'm not wrong. Also take the kids out. Now, I've talked about it when I talked about her hobby. It's okay, don't worry. Go do what you need to do. I'm going to take care of the kids. Always give your wife time out. They need it. Because they work so hard at home. Keeping and looking after those kids. At times they need a break. Give them a break. Say, honey, today I'm going to take care of the kids. Honey, today do whatever you want to do. Lift your legs up. Chill. Relax. <laughs> Pay for the spa dates for her to go. Take care of the kids. Do it once in a while. Take the kids out. Not only are you, not only does she appreciate it because you are giving her a break from looking after the kids. She's, oh, she's going to also appreciate it because she sees a father that is interested in having a relationship with the children. A lot of men don't do that. Make time out with your kid to spend time with them. Build a relationship with your children. Do it consciously. It is very important. So when she sees that you are making time out for the kids, she loves it. Oh, she will appreciate it. Like what a man making time out for the children. Oh, it's something on her inside who just be sweeting her, make her tummy feel so nice and squishy, feeling of love towards you because you are not just a wife, you're not just a husband, but you are a good father. Women pray for good fathers, good men. I'm telling you. So, take interest in what happens to the kids. 
she will love it. She will love you for it. And once in a while, bring home, bring dinner home. Say, honey, today, don't bother getting to the kitchen. Or this week, don't bother cooking. I will handle it. So you guys are going out, you are ordering in, you are cooking. If it's too expensive to go out and order in, then cook. Learn how to cook some easy thing. Even if it's Indomie, noodles and eggs. Fantastic. Say today, don't do anything. Kitchen, off limits. Go, tidy up the kitchen yourself. Clean everywhere up. And she puts her feet up. My God. She will. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God. Making record time. Second to the last or third to the last. Don't expect your wife to owe you. Oh, come on, guys. At the back of your mind, you're expecting something from her because you did this. Oh, you bought her this gift for this occasion. So you're expecting that she will reciprocate. Oh, my God. You need to understand what love is. Love is unconditional. Don't expect her to owe you. Don't. Oh, you bought something for her mom or for her family. So she not, you not expect her to also do so-so and so for your family or allow you to do so-so and so for your family. Don't expect anything from your from your spouse. True love is unconditional. True love gives without expecting anything in return. Learn it. Don't, don't, don't expect things back from her. Then, second to the last. Cordo, dance with your, dance with your spouse. Hallelujah. If you can, just dance. Make time out together just to dance. I'm telling you. If it is once a month, once a quarter, just dance together. It does something to the both of you. As your body connects to that rhythm, something happens. Just try it if you've not tried it before. To dance with your spouse. Maybe there's a song that both of you like together. Just put it on and dance. Then, finally, cuddle her. Don't always end any physical interaction with sex. Just hold her, massage her, and that's enough. Don't take it to sex. And she will feel cared for. She will feel appreciated. She will feel loved. Oh, trust me, it does something to a woman. Dance with her, cuddle her, and all that. Glory be to God. So I've got a question for the man. So how many of these things I've mentioned today are you doing for your spouse? Amen. If you're not doing as much as I listed out, that is fine. <laughs> I wasn't doing as much as that too as well. I wasn't. I grew into it like I said. I metamorphosed. I changed. I matured i began to learn some of the things that matter to my wife and i started loving her the way she wants to be loved i stopped loving her the way i wanted to love her i learned what matters to her and i started loving her that way so if you're not doing this and some of the things i put on my list might never be some of the things that your own wife might like that is why communication becomes very important becomes very important you know some of these things nobody really taught us or they taught us but they really enter our ears 
That's why I'm hoping and trusting that everything I've said today is entering our ears. Now for the woman as well, also learn to communicate the way you want to be loved to your spouse. Trust me, a lot of men don't know some of these things. Some might know, but they don't know how important it is to you. So the, the onus lies with you and on you to let him know that this are very important things for you, that these are the things you want him to do. So you take that responsibility. Don't say, oh, you should know. No, the responsibility to communicate how you feel and how you want to be loved is on you. So you do that communication. So, and encourage them. So whenever they do just one or half, ladies, appreciate them. And he'll feel good. Men like it. Men like to be praised. And when they receive that kind of praise, what do you think will happen? They want more of it. So they're going to go out there and make sure they give you more of it. So I appreciate the man when they do that. And I'm going to repeat this again. Even if you're not doing a lot of the things I said, it is fine. You will grow into it. But like I said, what makes that marriage fresh? What makes that marriage new, bubbly, that you never get tired or get enough of each other is work. So as the guy and as the lady, you must put in the work. Once you put in the work, everything you want, everything you dreamt of, everything you visualize about your relationship will come to pass only if you put in the work. I hope this blessed you this evening. And um, like I said, it was my uh, wedding anniversary two, 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 two days ago. And I am preaching this message on my wedding anniversary for a reason. I didn't want to preach it on Sunday. I didn't, I didn't want to preach it today. I don't want to preach it on Sunday. But I wanted to preach it on my wedding anniversary because today means a lot to me as an individual. So, um, if you've got questions about this or um, you want your marriage to, well, I say, get into another level, you can always reach me. Our addresses, our emails, everything, how to contact us is on the screen. You can even reach me on social media as well. Just go to social media, send me a DM, and I will respond. Because my wife and I, on the platform of Marriage Project, we are committed to seeing marriages prosper, succeed. And we are trusting God to put an end to divorce one marriage at a time. So I'm happy you joined us this evening. God bless you. And I'm hoping that you will join us for Bible surfing on Tuesday. So go prosper, go succeed for God is with you. If you've got an offering, you're tight. I pray God's blessings on you. God's blessings on the work of your hand. Whatever your hand has found to do will succeed. You will excel in everything your hand has found to do. You'll be on top and not beneath. You'll be in the forefront while danger will be at the back. No harm will come before you. No harm will come upon you or anything that concerns you 
on your children, on any of your property, in the name of Jesus. In this year, you excel, you prosper, you expand, and you increase in the name of Jesus. Join me on Tuesday as we continue the what if. We're going to look at the story of Moses, Pharaoh, and the Exodus, and it's all going to be interesting. Bye-bye.